0: Hello and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Tonight we are do- join, excuse me, joined by Shelly Shamal. Oh, welcome to the room, Shelly. How are you this evening?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. I, um, it is a sunny day here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and yeah, just exciting things going on. So thank you for having me on your show.
0: Oh, my pleasure.
1: Now, I
0: recently heard, now you were a director of community for Stage 32, but I just recently heard that you changed positions. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: So, oh, so I am freelancing now. I'm, um, you know, I've always had, since 2006, I've had my own company um, called you know, I've played around with the name a little bit, but um, Von Schmallhausen LLC. And really I started it in 2006 as a way to kind of work on my side hustles. And throughout the years, um, it's the existence of Von Schmallhausen has helped me really find my passion for the the entertainment industry and really kind of hone in on what my, um, you know, where I wanna go with my career so it's given me the opportunity to take on projects that help forward you know both my um both my like creative passions my community passions my commitment to artistic endeavors um and help me kind of create my own curatorial voice and so that's kind of what i'm taking the opportunity to do now is work on um i am in Let's see, in June, um, curating and producing again my fifth annual middle-aged cabaret, um, which is for burlesque and, and kind of any performer um, that's over the age of 40. And then in November, I am um, launching my very first. Alaskan Film Festival called Film Strip Fest. So it's going to be nice. a two-day event. Yeah, and then this also gives me the opportunity to do a lot of like my passion projects with a lot of the things I volunteer with. So I'm so grateful for Stage Thirty Two. Um, but you know, I'm just you know, I'm very excited about all these other things I'm doing as well
0: wonderful now we are going to go a little bit deeper in those few things that you mentioned but hold that thought until i get to it Um, because i did make note i am on your um instagram and everything so i did pull some things up so i do want to go to those but first let's talk about the atlanta jewish film festival tell us about
1: your part in this oh i'm sorry did i okay are you there Are you there, Shelly? Oh, yeah, I'm here. I don't know what happened. I don't know how to silence my phone. <laughs> phone call. You,
0: oh, yeah, you're fine. I'm I didn't so hear it on sorry. my end. Okay, <laughs> no, I you're was fine.
1: Like, okay, um, oh, great. So, let me, you uh, want me to ask you the question again. Yes, please. I'm so okay.
0: sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Atlanta Jewish Film Festival. Tell us your part yeah. in that.
1: So I started really as a volunteer with AJFF way back in like 2006 2007. Um, first, I was a volunteer on the young professional side with programming, and actually, my um, I predated that by going to one of the you know one of the first festivals way back in like 2000 2001. But um, I was a volunteer who was a speaker who actually introduced and did a panel um for the film was called funny ladies and um it was with donna Cantor in um oh it um it was a fantastic documentary with jessica Kirsten and a couple other um female comedians just talking about what was you know what it meant to be like a jewish woman in comedy um and then i began seasonally in 2012 for the 2013 festival and I worked kind of on the vendor um, production side but by 2014 I mean I've been in the Jewish community in Atlanta working professionally for in some way shape or form for almost 25 years so um, when they had an opening and there was an opportunity to you know come on full time with AJFF I was so excited because it really did marry my interests of community building and the entertainment industry. And I learned so much at AJFF. Um, I loved, you know, my role was really film programming, so in film, specifically film acquisition. Uh, So I was talking to filmmakers all the time, talking to them about their projects. Some people, you know, had projects ready to submit. Some filmmakers we followed for years until, you know, their project was done and they could submit to the festival. Um, And that was, you know, that was so much fun, Um, and I was able to make fantastic. fantastic relationships with both filmmakers and also distributors uh concurrently with that i also worked with our community and helmed our film evaluation committee and that was about 200 volunteers over a six-month period who watched films and helped you know um kind of figure out like what the uh voice of the festival was going to be you know what show what films we would um you know help narrow us down what films we present so you know from from that perspective i really learned how a film festival is essential in the ecosystem of marketing for films um i always encourage filmmakers you know if you've got the opportunity and you've got the drive like go the festival route Um, And then that also, you know, my role um, spans just beyond the film festival season itself, but also with year-round programming. So I was, um, you know, part of our team in creating these year-round programming events and figuring out what was special Um, and, you know, I. Uh, was the project manager for an amazing event that we did in 2018 called Cinebash, which was a film art party that we um, did in collaboration with the Atlanta Contemporary. Um, And it was, you know, we had, you know, almost, I wanna say like almost 300, 400 people there. Um, It was in celebration of Saul Bass, who if you're familiar with um, the design of film posters, Um, from the, you know, from the 50s and 60s and a lot of um, Orson Welles films, um, he's really, you know, he really designed that like color blocking um, aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was, you know, a champion and a very skilled graphic designer, logo designer. Um, So, you know, it was such a fun party. And it was a really, for me, it was a dream because I was able to um you know coordinate and collaborate with the arts community and so being able to you know bring different artistic mediums together is a passion of mine
0: right i can see that so let's talk about something that you're doing on instagram older and bolder you're doing what you're doing having you're interviewing people um scheduled once a week of mutually convenient time Shelly Intergress interviews last for up to 15, 20 minutes. Tell me about this, the older and bolder.
1: Sure, that's an opportunity where I'm interviewing um, burlesque performers and mm-hmm. um, pinup models who are over the age of 40 and you know um another thing that i'm very passionate about is um kind of fighting against the stereotype of ageism um and knowing that like you know people are sexy at every age um some people don't you know find their um get into their groove until they're after 40. and so it's really fun to be able to interview for specifically for me, because those are the things I'm interested in for less performers and pinup models and find out like how they got into it, you know, like well, how, where did their journey start? And everybody has different stories. And I also um, give them the opportunity to shout out some of their shows and to, um, talk about um, their advice as well because everybody's got different perspectives and different you know, ways they came to the stage. And so it's been really fun. I did my first season last year, um, kind of leading up to the middle Age cabaret. And that's what, you know, and I've started again this year to help ramp that up too. So it's, it's really fun. And I've, I've gotten to meet a lot of cool people along the way.
0: Nice. I actually do like burlesque. I find it very interesting. I love the retro versions where they actually pinpoint a year in their performance i find it very intriguing i don't know why but i really do i always love that type of uh theater you know what i mean that kind of portrayal
1: yeah i think it's because you know i mean there's obviously the pageantry of it all and you know the spectacle of burlesque um but there's also storytelling i mean even i don't know do you watch mrs like the marvelous mrs maisel
0: Um, Um, um of course yes i have seen that yes
1: okay so in her last season she you know she was basically the host at at, she was the you know doing her stand-up comedy and being a host at a burlesque um a burlesque hall in new york and it was just so cool to see the way that like they interpreted burlesque in the 50s and 60s and um you know really being able to to show burlesque in a very Positive and um, accepting light like a lot of times people you know on mainstream media don't you know don't give much uh, attention to burlesque, but I really love the way they highlighted it on the show
0: yes, I agree with that I think I've, I've I've often went on YouTube and looked it up and just watched show after show it's very intriguing and some of them really do put on a large scale show i mean it's It's so artistic. It's not just, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's not just a flash of pan here or there. It's really artistic. I I love it. I love watching it to be honest with
1: you. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I have to get you out to see a show.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about November 4th and film, excuse me, November 4th and the 5th film strip festival. Wow. Can you share the details?
1: Yeah, so I mean, it's, you know, I, I feel so fortunate that um, I'm working with a venue who is, you know, Red Light Cafe has been such a champion for burlesque in the community in Atlanta, um, and they're you know, game for just do, you know, trusting me to do something new. Um, it's really, there's not, I haven't seen another festival like this, where I really want to bring the film industry and the burlesque industry together. Um, Mm -hmm. it's going to be two days the first day there will be two shows and each show will have like a half an hour of short, you know, not half an hour, half, you know, first act short film, second act burlesque. And then on Sunday, we'll give, we've got two audience or two jury awards that we'll give out, one for film, one for burlesque. We'll have a curated piece that will be a film and a burlesque performer that, you know, the burlesque performer will be performing kind of along with and inspired by a film. And then we'll have a couple of table reads and maybe a couple of international. Um, um, international burlesque performers um, you know videos as well uh, so it's you know and I'd like to do and that's that's a show but in the morning you know I'd like to do a um, a networking event for people in the film industry and people in the burlesque um, community to meet each other. My um, thought that I've kind of been ruminating lately is that if you're working on if you're new and you're working on a short film, you'll have no better people to collaborate with than burlesque the burlesque community. Burlesque performers know how to do everything and do it well and do it inexpensively. So if you need you know if you need a partner that can do makeup and costumes and set design, that that's burlesque. And so I feel like there's not you know, there's not enough um, communication between the two art mediums for them to Mm -hmm. be able to you know, um, to mix and meet. And so fortunately I'm working with a fabulous partner, Film Impact Georgia, and um, they're, you know, helping, um, you know, like they're they're coming on to the event to partner and to help promote. And um, Film Impact Georgia is a fantastic organization that champions independent film in Georgia. So, and they give out, um, I think quarterly, they give out grants to filmmakers um so this is yeah so this is really an opportunity to (laughs) you know i want to elevate burlesque and um you know give people an opportunity who may have never thought that they can have it into the entertainment industry and you know a like an introduction
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: right Um, i get that Yeah. And so I've got some um, fantastic jury members as well that I'm just in the midst of confirming. So you can keep looking at my Instagram as I, you know, (laughs) in the next couple of months or next couple of weeks.
0: Wonderful. I'll keep stalking you. Um, (laughs) As I tell everybody, I stalk you. Yes. Um, So let's talk current and past recent work. The Gollum, Storms of the South, released in 2022. Give us a feel about this project.
1: So this is was such a labor of love. I was so um, fortunate to have an amazing collaborator, Louis Kiper, um who was the director uh, and the writer and director of The Golem, and um, it's a show that is based, you know, around Hanukkah. Um, the Golem is kind of a mythical creature in the Jewish community, made of clay, to you know that the community builds together when there is a crisis at hand. And the Gollum's kind of like our superhero that like comes in, but he also, you know, um, goes kind of, can go kind of crazy too. So we, so Louie wrote this fabulous story and it was our first foray into directing immersive theater. Um, I love immersive theater as well. And that's, you know, that comes from my love of storytelling and improv and interacting with the audience. Um, and so we built this whole, you know, this whole little world at the Distillery of Modern Art that was a, you know, like basically like, ni- like late 1800s, early 1900s Jewish Brooklyn. And we had actors who, who were in their, you know, in character. All, all night long. Um, and you know, the way that immersive theater goes is that, you know, the actors interact with the audience and there's certain beats that everybody comes together and, um, and then there's more interaction and then, you know, and so the whole, the whole <laughs> event was, you know, so fulfilling and we had a really, you know, we had a really strong audience there who got it and they were into it. Um, and you know, it's something. This is a project that, like, we'd like to bring back every year. You know, similar to a Christmas Carol, there, you know, there can always be tweaks to the story to make it new. There can always be a different kind of golem. There can always be different, you know, different um, characters in our marketplace. Uh, so it's really, you know, it was a really, really um, fulfilling project, and I'm so grateful for Louie for kind of, you know taking an idea that I had, um, and just running with it. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a fabulous team that we were able to, to work with.
0: Right. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, we have like three minutes on the clock cause we do a 20 minute podcast. So I want to try to get in this last couple of questions if we can, even if we go over a little bit, that's fine. Shelley. um, okay, cool. middle, middle age cabaret releasing June, 2023. Tell me about that.
1: So this is the fifth year that I've been doing the middle age Cabaret, and last year we sold it out. It was amazing. I had performers flying in from Vegas, from, um, let's see, we had somebody from Washington, somebody from, a performer from Tennessee, and this is really my avenue to um, uplift performers that are over 40. Um, we had both burlesque and drag, uh, puppetry and comedy. Um, and you know, the, it, it it was really a wonderful way to spotlight performers and, and showcase that, you know, people over 40 are, you know, are not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the creativity comes at every age. Uh, and so, and you know, it's not a, um, it's not something that's always um, highlighted so this is my opportunity to kind of shine a little light on on um you know what what's ha- you know our middle age and in performers so it's it was so much fun and i'm really looking forward to doing it again
0: right well that's fantastic so we still have a lot of 2023 coming so tell me what else is on your forecast for this year
1: Sure. So I do a lot of volunteering in the community um, and in the industry. So one of the boards that I'm on, is uh, Women in Film and Television. I'm VP of Programming. I'm currently working on our programming tracks. Um, so this means that we'll, you know, through Women um, in Film, which you know our mission is to elevate, uplift people in the creative uh, media industries. We've got um, a screenwriting, um, let's see, a screenwriting, a um, script supervising, and acting workshops coming up in let's see i want to say like april may and june uh so i'm working on programming those i'm also the uh, producer for this year's women in production uh summit that's taking place in september um through women of women in film and television and so i'm very excited about that we'll be showcasing our uh, short films we'll be highlighting our short film showcase that weekend and i'm hoping that you know we'll We'll be able to bring in some filmmakers um you know from other states who will come in for for the women in production summit as well uh so that's pretty exciting and then i also coordinate for dragon con our women in film production panels that we do um, and so let's see i'm on the georgia production partnership board where a membership chair and it's recently membership month so we've got that going on and gpp exists to make sure that our tax credits stay in georgia and nice. so that's really that's really important and our um, organization really helps make sure that you know we've got people to lobby for those tax credits because we want to keep you know our um you know the studios open and production yes. coming coming here because that's you know what what propels our our economy uh, and so I'm putting together you know once every other month mixers and I I work I've got uh, such wonderful colleagues on my board um Kimberly Ravon, who is our industry relations chair she and I work very closely together working on the panels and the membership mixers um for that and then also So I'm on the film. Festival Alliance Board, where I am a film advocacy, or no, I am sorry, field advocacy mm-hmm. chair, and that's working to you know both um, help out and advocate for the film um, festival professionals, but also you know going out into the public realm and to you know public organizations um, and industries to kind of help elevate the film festival message, um, you know, within the um, you know kind of. With, kind of with a focus of like the streamers and other places where we sometimes our festivals get caught up and aren't always provided access. So sometimes films will get bought up by a streamer and it's no longer, you know, even though it might not be streaming for six months, you know, you've got to figure out it's festival run if that's something that the director wants to do. So, you know, they, like looking for ways that we can, um, you know, help out in those arenas
0: nice it sounds like you have full it's no wonder <laughs> that you mm-hmm. had to compartmentalize from stage 32 i know stage 30 32 was a great successful point for you but it seems like you have so much already going on i'm surprised you were able to do stage 32 as well
1: yeah you know i mean there's a lot of things that that are going on in life so it's it's all you know it's all good and i'm just very excited for everything that's on my plate right now
0: Well, thank you so much for coming on the show tonight. You were an absolute delight. I love listening to you.
1: Thank you so much, Arian. Thank you so much for having me on on your show. I mean, you you yourself, you're such a a hero and champion in the industry. So thank you for having me. I appreciate
0: it. My pleasure. And thank you for the compliment. I want to thank once again our listeners for joining us tonight. We've had several in the room. Thank you
1: again for joining us each and every day. Until next time. Bye-bye for now.